What's cracking, everybody? Happy Friday, 319-21-1003. We are in the dorm right now, Farpar, Champaign-Urbana. Um, let's get to the action. Uh, you know, today was basically, for me, filled. It's I, I watched the Open, watched, like, the first two hours of trading, and then it was all March Madness, and, you know, I was checking checking the stocks throughout the day, and, you know, the the early morning, that's where the action was, and then it kind of got boring, and, you know, I wasn't watching the last 30 minutes, but I knew the last 30 minutes, you know, would have, have something to tell me, and the whole market, and, uh, you know, we gave a lot of points back in the last half hour, so, um, you know, interesting stuff there to note, but, you know, first things first, I just got to say it. ILL, I and I, baby, got that fat dub. I mean, I guess it was, you know, pretty obvious that we were going to win. But, uh, you know, nonetheless, still exciting to see Ohio State getting losing to Oral Roberts. You know, come on, you got to love that. Uh, I mean, I, I loved it, even though I had Ohio State in my final four. Um, so, yeah, uh, there we go. And so I'm just going to get into the uh, disclaimer right now. Sorry, I was pulling it up. So, you know, you, you want to skip that, you know, do your thing. It's probably, think, like 10, 15, no, probably like 20 seconds. All right. I'm a student. Love the markets. These are my views. I'm not recommending or selling investments. As always, do your homework before you invest. Um, I'm not a financial advisor, not recommending or selling anything, as I just said. All investments are subject to potential profit, potential loss. You know, do your research. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not giving out advice here. Alrighty, so like, let's get into the action. You know, I was up early today, had to take my midterm for econ. That's besides the point. I was just saying, like, you know, so I usually get up around the market open, but today I was up before it. And, you know, last night, I mean, it was a late one <laughs> again, but uh, there's nothing to do with what I'm talking about. But last night, I was checking the treasury yields. I'm like, okay, like, these things are going to show how we'll open. And, you know, the futures were red, uh, when I, like, around 8 o'clock, around midnight. Futures were green because the yields were going up. I mean, going down, sorry. And then this morning, I get this update on my phone that says the Fed did not extend the S uh, supplementary leverage ratio. And I just started dying laughing. I started cracking up, and I was like, oh, my gosh. What the heck is gonna happen? Um, like, what, what, why, why do they do that? Um, you know, and and you know, one thing is, is like, it made sense that Powell, that Powell didn't announce this on uh, during the Fed meeting because if he announced it during the Fed meeting, you know, they're probably nervous the market would tweak out, and you know, rates would go crazy, and all this, and you know, the, sorry, the rates would go crazy, and um, people, sorry, I can't talk. I'm really sorry, but but rates would go crazy and and like yields would spike, market would sell off. You know the Fed always wants to promote a pop, propped up stock market. At least that's what it feels like, and so it's pretty much like a thesis that I I have. And so I was like, the Fed's pretty much saying we're addicted to cheap money. Jay Powell's saying, you know, screw you to the banks. He's like, you know, he's like, I dare you to start start selling all your treasury bonds. And I mean, if you look at like if you look at the chart on the ten year today, ten year, thirty year, uh, here let me pull up the yields on here. Okay, I mean I'll just scroll for it. Sorry about that. I'm pretty like we opened, we opened, we when we opened, you know, we op we were pretty low. We were at like one six nine, and then we shot up to one seven four within the span of like an uh probably like 30 and 40 minutes so that was some interesting things for me like like if you look at the 10 year and you go look at the uh 
five year and the third year, you know, the chart's all the same. Uh, you know, the third year we're negative on the day, 10 year we're actually positive. But if you look at like the five year and all this stuff, like they're crazy moves, uh, crazy, crazy moves right off of this news. And so what that's showing to me is like people are probably like, oh no, like there, there's problems out there in the system. Uh, liquidity issues. And so ultimately, do I think the Fed is going to have to change its policy? Um, yeah, yeah, I think they're going to have to. I mean, I think the market is going to have a tantrum and like they'll they'll basically dictate. They'll be like, nope, we're 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 not going to stand for this. We want more money. And so the Fed will the Fed will um, the Fed will give in, you know, if they don't buckle up. I mean, I don't know how long this is going to take for the Fed to until the Fed steps in. Like, I mean, as I'm saying, like, you know, Powell talks, he testifies, I believe, on Tuesday in front of Congress. And I think he also does on Wednesday. But if if they if they so this could last about a month, just like, you know, uh, you know, wait till the next next uh, meeting, which is at the end of April to announce, you know, yield cur- curve control or announce, accept, you know, I'm going to do some SLR action. But uh, so, I mean, I think this is definitely a headwind for the market, uh, something to be something to be worried about. You know, as I said, you know, more places are locking down. I said Paris locking down. You know, Europe's coming to a slowdown. And so ultimately, this could uh, this could affect the market. You know, there's a there's a more I'd say I'd say more negative news than positive news. You know, you got people sounding the alarms on inflation, all this stuff, dollar crash coming and like everyone's saying it. Everyone's saying it. And, you know, I've been saying it for a couple for uh, a while. I've had this whole idea that inflation is going to be the end game and such. But uh, the fact that, you know, everyone's saying it and sounding the alarm bells is quite concerning to me. And so, you know, before I get into um, other uh, other. Actually, you know, I'll go over I'll go over the I'll go over the news. Sorry, I'll go over. Actually, we'll talk about the market. So basically, you know, the Dow opened uh, down about 20 bips. And then, you know, right immediately at the open, we sold off like to 90, down 90 bips. And, you know, throughout the day, and, you know, S&P did this like about the same. We weren't down as much as the Dow. But we sold off. You know, the Dow never was positive. But the S&P, you know, came into the green. You know, the NASDAQ was actually the leader on the day, which is quite interesting to me. And it was because yields kind of settled down after that crazy spike in the morning. But, you know, we were you know chugging along plugging along you know the low on the day was 32 on the dow and you know the high was 32 so we had a nice 300 point rise throughout the day but then you go to and like it's the last 10 minutes of the day you know have you hit 345 yeah no it's 340 started at 345 we go from 32 to 32627.95. so we gave back about 150 points in 10 minutes um, yeah, 15 minutes. So that's like a uh, quite concerning for me. And, you know, sharp sell off into the close, uh, S and P, you know, plugging and chugging along, but still is not breaking this 4,000 level. So, and, you know, as I said earlier, sharp sell off into the close. I mean, not nearly as tough as the Dow, but we did lose 15 points going into the close, went from negative to positive to negative. So all, all, all concerning, concerning things for me in my eyes. Um, however, um, one thing I think that I, I'm actually wrong, I could be wrong about is this whole gold thing in liquidating my gold. And I have no problem that I liquidated my Yamana gold because I still own the ETF. I still have a lot of money in the ETF. And so I, I'm not going to be liquidating that. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what's going to happen. But like, you know, the treasury yields, you know, today, if you look at, if you look at the sell-off, if you look at the sell-off and then you lay, lay over a chart of TLT, which is a 20-year treasury bond, um, the last 15 minutes, you 
you saw a drastic rise in that. <laughs> like, we went from 134.32 to 134.75. So that there is showing you that, uh, you know, historically people flock to T-bond, 20-year treasuries, when, you know, there's signs of the, the market, you know, market issues. You know, if you go back to March 2020, you look at the chart of TLT, TLT spiked. It's like going into like going into like that major pandemic. It was going up, 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 and then people just dumped treasury bonds, dumped them, and then you know it went back to like flat. And the Fed came in, bought them, and it skyrocketed again. So you know that that rise in the market selling off, like even though yields like you know that means that yields were going down into the close. But at, wait, that's actually uh, interesting. The ten year is up, but anyway. That's going to tell you that uh, people are getting nervous and, you know, flocking to safe havens and flocking in there. You know, there's a lot, you know, th- th- there's just a lot of threats out there at the moment. And, you know, people are just uh, not feeling too comfortable having their money in the market. And so that's very interesting to me. You know, the VIX up like 4% uh, on the day. No, sorry. We were down 2.92, but like we opened up and you're up four. And, you know, we just had this ma- massive sell off as people were buying stocks. But, you know, the last 10 minutes, you know, we g- gained about like 60 cents. We stayed above 20, so VIX is in the 20 range again. Beware, you know, volatility may be back, back with a vengeance, um, which is cool and nice to see. You know, USO, the oil oil company, uh, the price of crude uh, was up 3%. Well, USO is not really the same thing as the price of crude, but you know, I'm just referring to that as the price of crude. You know, whatever. I don't really care. It's, it's pretty correlated. You know, crude probably had a nice day today. I mean, I, I, know, I could check it for you. Um... WTI crude today, it was up like, yeah, 2.4%. USO is up 3.21. Anyway, um, there's a Saudi, there's an attack um, on a Saudi uh, ran oil facility today. And so, you know, less supply is going to cause the price of oil to go up. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the whole thing, the whole thing that I'm curious about now is, is, is there demand for oil? Like, uh, are you going to see the type of March event, you know, with like Europe, some parts of Europe shutting down, um, you know, our, our oil company is going to say, are, are the big producers going to have the demand, uh, the same demand as they were expecting? And, you know, if they were, you know, they were cutting, if they're, they have the same amount of supply, well, obviously they don't now because they got bombed, but you know, this, there's still a huge supply of oil and, if the demand goes down a bit, you know, after we're expecting all this growth, it's going to cause the price to, you know, have some issues. I mean, I do think, though, over the long term, you know, oil is going to just going to go crazy. I'm talking like, you know, right now on WTI crude, we're at 6144. I'm talking over $100. So, I mean, no, no worries there. I mean, I'm just talking about, you know, short term trades, what I'm looking for the next couple of weeks. Um, SPY, yeah, I already went over that. Banks down 1.16%. Um, you know, still short banks hate them. Uh, technology down thirty bips, pretty flat sideways on the day. No, no really action. No action there really. Uh, treasury bonds up twenty year treasury up sixty two bips. Nice to see. XLE down two. No, it's flat on the day at two percent. Tesla up twenty six bips. Flat on the day. Not too much movement there. Um, marijuana up two percent. On the day, you know, and, and you know, like marijuana. Actually, if you look at the close, you know, didn't was not affected by the sell off in the S and P five hundred, which is nice. Um, so corn was up seventy seven bips, soybeans up one percent, wheat down seventeen bips. So that's like that's for me. That's a, some nice thing to to see that you know, corn and soybeans are just getting completely hammered like they did yesterday. You know, when I see them getting destroyed, you know, that's probably a cause of concern for me. Well, actually, I mean, I guess it's not a cause of concern. 
but it's it's interesting to watch because if they're if they're going down and everything's going down, then you know prices are going down. That means that uh, you know you could run into some liquidity issues, some problems in the broader market. Uh, silver up eighty seven bips, gold up forty two uh, forty two bips. You know, very nice to see there. Sorry if you heard that. Safety. Um, global the U.S. infrastructure fund down seventy eight bips. Uh, interesting things there. Uh, you know, same, pretty much same price action as the major indices. Um, the Arc FinTech up one point six percent. You know, tech was actually doing a lot better than um, than value in like the S and P. So that that's pretty much showing you that uh, you know, especially with like the the rise in the treasuries towards the end of the day. You know, people are like, oh, okay, rising yields aren't going to affect tech as much. Tech as much, so you're going to see like a little little rotation back into it possibly. I mean, I would stay away from it until we get some, you know, assurance from the Fed that they're going to have our back. Because, like, right now, especially with that news in the SLR, like, does not feel like it. But, you know, I, I'm making assumptions way too early, probably. I'm just telling you how I see things. Um, copper, down 1.5%. Um, let me go in here to Riot Blockchain, flat on the day, 76 bips. JO, flat on the day, 22 bips. GameStop, you know, there's crazy price action. We went from like 182.66 in the low to 227, and then kind of just went down from there. We finished down 73 bips at $200, but you know, it'll be interesting to see how GameStop holds up over the next weeks, next couple weeks. You know, are we gonna stay at this 200 level? I highly doubt it. And are we gonna go higher? Uh, probably not. You know, I mean, my opinion, if you were gonna see this massive rise, you would have already seen it already, and it's kind of trading lower. So. Yeah, well, we'll see how, how that works out. You know, I hope for all the Redditors, all the GME guys, you know, it works out well for you. But uh, I would uh, dump it and, uh, you know, move on to the next trade. That is just me. All right, AMC, we're down 50 bips. Still at 13 bucks, so big move from last week. Um, so good for the AMC guys. Again, if you own it, I would definitely dump it. Um, so the corporate bonds... We're at 15 bips, you know, volatile trading today, but, you know, we went pretty, sold off pretty hard in the morning, but we came back, and so, interesting thing to see, you know, the investment grade, you know, corporate bonds are still trash and getting destroyed, so, beware, watch the Fed come in, you know, watch these bond vigilantes come in, and, you know, I feel like there's just crazy amount of puts and shorts on the on these, so there, there could be a potential for them to get squeezed, especially if the Fed comes in, especially if big banks come in, so... All interesting things to see there for me. NASDAQ up 76 bips. Russell 2K up 88 bips. Good days in both of those. You know, the Treasury was uh, pretty volatile trading in the ten in the, in the yield. Um, the yield, as I said, opened up pretty low at 168. We finished at 1732, up 12 bips. But, you know, this, ri- this rise in the 10-year continues to go up. little concerning to see. Um, let's see here. The 30 year treasury down 1%, you know, interesting to see, but you know, the, the, as a whole, you know, the 30 year, you go to a week, weekly chart. We started the week at two, three, seven, five and we're at two, four, five, one. So, you know, no, no good signs there. You know, it's just like the, the yields are going to continue to rise. And as they continue to rise, the market will get more and more spooked. You know, five year, we're getting close to about 1% yield here. That's um that's a pretty fast run considering the beginning of the year just you know started out we were at uh, 
to start off the year we're at 35 bips and now we're at 88 bips. So massive, massive increase. You know, people saying, oh, you know, the market, it's good for the market that we're seeing yields rising. I mean, this fast, I don't know about that. I really don't know about that. But I could be wrong. And so, yeah, the banking index, regional banks down 83 bips. I mean, I'd still stay away from that trash. But, you know, you'll get people who are saying go long banks. I mean, I completely disagree, but that's just my opinion. And I'm sorry for this podcast. It's kind of boring. I'm just extremely you know, tired and burnt out. But, you know, I still got to produce it every day. Who cares, right? You know, I'm just not going to be soft. Anyway, the Reserve Bank of India, this is a news, some news I want to talk about because I talked about this yesterday, how there, I think there's a huge liquidity problem in the system and all that. The RBI came out and said that they're going to con- uh, conduct simultaneous purchases of sale, uh, purchase and sale of government securities for an aggregate amount of 10,000, uh, I think, I believe they traded in rupees. I'll double check this because I don't want to sound stupid. Yeah, they're in rupees, of course. Um, actually, I shouldn't say that on this podcast. <laughs> um, and they're going to start doing it on uh, twenty, March 25th, and the central bank is going to purchase and sell government securities through multiple price auction method. I'm sorry, I need to throw up. <laughs> All right, I'm backing up. We're sorry about that. Anyway, so basically they're going to be buying and selling treasury. And they said, so they're like, so I'm like, so the, so people are obviously like, why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? And I quote, on a review of current liquidity and financial conditions, the Reserve Bank has decided to conduct simultaneous purchase and sale of government securities under OMO, open market operations, for an aggregate amount of 10,000 core rupees each on March 25th, 2021. The Reserve Bank will continue to, I can't speak, continue to monitor evolving liquidity and market conditions and take measures as appropriate to ensure ordinarily function of financial markets, it said. RBI Governor, uh, I can't pronounce his name, Shati Kanta Das, in his address after the meeting of monetary, uh, the monetary Policy Committee on February 5th said the central bank had to continue to maintain an accommodative liquidity stance to support growth in the economy. Um, and so the whole idea of this, you know, why I thought it such big news is if, you know, you know, obviously India, United States, two very different countries. I get that a thousand percent. But, you know, when they're saying there's liquidity issues, you know, they got to provide more liquidity in order to accommodate financial conditions. Um you know, they had a pretty big QE plan, too, when the whole coronavirus happened, uh, thing happened. And so, you know, it leads me to a question is, you know, is the Fed trying to say, like, you know, stress test the market? Say if we remove the SLR, you know, we can always put it back in. We can always do more QE, but we want to see how the market reacts to it. You know, what's going to what's really going to happen? Uh, so all interesting things there. And, you know, the last thing I want to end the day off with, because, you know, this podcast Obviously, it's not not my best at all, for sure. And, and I just wanted to bring some attention into the T-bills. You know, if you go and look in the T-bills, you know, basically they keep going down. Uh, on the on the 52-week bills, the 26-week bills, you know, we're down about 50% uh, from the 15th, which is Monday, the 19th on the 26-week bills. On the uh, And same thing, you know, we're down actually more than 50% from uh, on the – 13-week bills, and, you know, same thing on the uh, shorter-duration ones, too. So, you know, people are selling their long-term treasuries, going into cash. They want, you know, they're getting nervous. So I still stand by my post, my my whole idea of yesterday that there's liquidity problems in the system. 
the market's broken. You know, you got to protect yourself. Got to stay safe because, you know, next week when the Fed talks, you know, you could you could see a really bad open on Monday. You know, I, I don't want to be too bearish here, but, uh, yeah, the market is not looking good from my point of view. And, you know, I, I made a bet with my friend Chris Kokna. The kid was like, you think that we'll have a correction in the next three months? And I said, of course. And I said, I'll bet you, I'll bet you twenty dollars. I'll have a fifteen dollar correct. will have a fifteen percent correction or more. He took that. We'll see. We'll see who. We'll see who pans out. Who wins? Um, as I said, I don't want the market to go down, but I bet you it will. And so, for his sake and for the sake of all America, you know, I hope. I hope you don't see a little flash crash here, but definitely keep it on your radar. Definitely think it's possible. As always, have a great weekend. Thank you for listening.